weekly. Weekly. This is weird. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> so, uh, busy, busy weekend in the Cartridge family. P2 yeah. had a, a baptism on Sunday for his daughter, Avery. And, and her s- first Santa visit on Saturday. That's right. And on Saturday, I had to drive uh, roughly 11 hours to pick up a new puppy and bring her back home. So we didn't have a chance to get together in person and record this. Uh, Instead, we're doing it over Skype. And it's actually coming out very late on Sunday, so I'm sure some people are quite frustrated with us. (laughs) They'll understand. They'll understand. Hopefully. So we are sorry that it's uh... late, but the important thing is it is coming out, and it is coming out on the right day. It's only like 2 in the afternoon um, on the West Coast. That's true. Feels a little better. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, let's jump into some news because it was a very busy news week. Yeah, there's a lot of news. Uh, oh, first off, I just wanted to say one thing quick. Last week, um, I was supposed to – Julian Vega was looking for suggestions on his new PlayStation ID name, mm-hmm. which I was going to choose Latin Legend. Um Possibly with threes for the E's if it if it was taken, um, but I forgot to say it last week, so I wanted to say that first this week. So hopefully like he hasn't yet selected thing. it. Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully not. I already told All him right. on Twitter what I was going to pick, but I wanted to publicly air that. And if other people have suggestions, let them know. All right, so let's get into it. Um, a couple of big things this week. First off, Pokemon Sun and Moon has become the fastest selling Nintendo game. Ever. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That is crazy. I mean, that's really hard to believe because Pokemon Go was such a bust and there's no way that you could possibly correlate uh, mobile <laughs> gaming sales to console gaming sales. There's no way that yeah. works. So, yeah, People that play that games big, on uh, phones don't play games on handhelds or home consoles. You think that was the reason? You think that was the big push for it? I think, yeah, that's a massive reason. I definitely reason. think I, a lot of people back. That was in North America, right? I think that's the world. It's Nintendo's fastest selling game ever. Nintendo. Pokemon. Fastest selling Pokemon game. No. Nintendo game. Ever. What? Yeah, the fastest selling. If that hasn't sold the most, it was the I thought that I had selling. read it was the fastest selling Pokemon game in North America. And you're telling me it's the fastest selling Nintendo sure. game in the world? I'm pretty sure. That's um, fucking insanity. Uh, I agree. I do attribute it to Pokemon Go. I was so I was staying at the EB Games the day that came out. Uh, I was just hanging out because that's what I do because I'm a fucking loser with no time on his or too much time on his hands. So I was <laughs> yeah. standing there, and uh, these three dudes came in and they were like late twenties, early thirties, looked like construction workers. They had or maybe uh, like drywall or something. They had uh, jeans on, covered in like chip rock dust, steel toed <laughs> boots. You know the the t-shirts that you generally see guys who work in that industry wearing, and they came in and they were talking like three construction workers, and uh, they bummed <laughs> around for a bit, and they went over to the uh, the 3ds section, and one of them said, "Oh man, this is that game that I heard is awesome. I'm getting two <laughs> copies, and I'm buying a 2ds." So they Are didn't have serious? a way to play it. All three of them, two of them bought 2ds's. All three of them bought at least a version of Pokemon Sun and Moon, and one of them bought both versions, and uh, they walked out of there, and they were, like, talking about how this was going to be their jam. Uh, (laughs) These guys, when I saw these guys walking in, the first thing I thought was Call of Duty Battlefield, you know, maybe Forza, something like that. For the three grown men, 
to walk out of the construction workers like walk out of there with Pokemon in hand. You can't tell me that Pokemon Go didn't have a massive, uh, massive part yeah. of doing that. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, and and so far I've found it's the fastest selling Nintendo game ever in the UK and in the Americas. I haven't seen anyone that says for in Asia. I think but. Dragon Warrior Four was the biggest. Set. Didn't didn't like half of Japan shut down for Dragon <laughs> Warrior Four? Uh, hey man, a, would, that, would that be a Nintendo game? I don't. That's not a Nintendo game. It was on the NES. So that was a. I remember that. That's but, a like an urban legend for gaming that seven hundred twenty thousand yeah. people across Japan called in sick the day that Dragon Warrior Four, or Dragon Quest, yeah. Dragon Warrior Four. Dragon Quest so 4 future one came out. On the weekend. And so that's when Nintendo were like, okay, we have to switch our release dates to Sundays. And that's why most <laughs> Nintendo games came out on Sundays for the longest time. I heard that rumor, and I don't know if anybody can confirm that. Maybe uh, Richard or Jimmy Hoppe can talk about that, but uh, that's what I had heard. So, I don't know. But yeah, anyway, long story short, it's selling quite well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next up. We have, oh, well, we have the Game Awards. Actually, first, uh, Julian Vega wanted us to talk about the games with gold. Have you looked oh, up yes. what you get? Do you have yes, so Xbox Live? I do have Xbox Live. It's required to do any online gaming, of which I okay. do enjoy quite a bit. Uh, yes. So this week, or this month, sorry, it's uh, mm-hmm. Outlast, Burnout, Paradise, uh, and Outland. I yeah. you know what's funny is I own Outland. I bought it on the PlayStation Three. It's like one of my only digital games I've ever purchased, and it was like it was before even Cartridge Bros or Cartridge Club existed. I think, like it's old. It's a great game. It's is that that Metroid, uh, Metroidvania? Style. Yeah, with uh, the guy the, back... the complete Nathan Drake ripoff in it. It's even uh, no, Nolan North no. who does the voice. No, no, it's like Ikaruga, but uh, but you're platforming. Okay. Oh, what am I thinking of? Shadow Complex, maybe? Oh, maybe Shadow Complex, yeah. Or... There was a game... I talked about it on The Gaming Outsider, and it was a it was a game... An, a, a digital game on the 360, and it was the guy... It was Nolan North who did the voice. The character had looked like Drake. He, even even <laughs> to the, the belt, the oh. giant, big fuck-off belt buckle with his shirt <laughs> tucked around it. Um, nice. And that was a Metroidvania style. So maybe I'll grab uh, Oatla- or o- Oatland. You're saying that's decent. Is it free? It's free yeah. like for you to download? Oh, yeah. man, definitely get it. It's great. And Oatlast is also it. free, and that's supposed to be a decent horror game. Yeah, very scary stuff. Very scary stuff. Um, but, yeah, Oatlands. I think it's Oatlands. I don't know if it's Oatland or Oatland. Either way, I beat it in a day. It was really good. I'll grab fun, that. Fun game. Can't beat the price. Yeah, grab it. Okay. Uh, all right. So, Game Awards. Um Overwatch, one game of the yeah. year. Your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, worth it. Yeah. What do you think would have uh, contended with it? Mm, I'm really out of date this year for games. Uh, yeah. I guess you could put uh, Uncharted 4 up there, Dark Souls 3. Yeah, Dark Souls 3, I guess. I haven't played much of what came out this year yet. It's if kind of anything. shitty to do that because <laughs> shouldn't Final Fantasy 15 and Pokemon Sun and Moon also be con- like contenders? Now, I know some people include December of this year on their next year's game of the year. I don't know if this does or okay. not. Um, but yeah, uh, Walking Dead, uh, I noticed, had a physical disc season pass. Wasn't sure what that meant. So are you getting the game? No. 
No. I, uh, oh, but it's a physical disc. It's very yeah. peculiar. Well, I own the first Walking Dead digitally. Is it for people like us? Is it for collectors? And then I bought season two physically on the PS3. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not. I should have stopped at season one. Much like this show, after the first season, my interest waned. But uh, what I mean is, it says physical season pass. I've never heard of anything like that. So, you so what is it, it like it, a disc that'll let you download the DLC? Uh, as they come out, I guess. Yeah, so <laughs> it's very peculiar. I guess it's so you can say you have it physically and you can buy the whole thing at once, I guess, and you have something to hold, which is, yeah. you know, it's interesting. Maybe give it as a um, gift for Christmas. Yeah, maybe. I thought that was interesting. Um, what else we got here? Oh, the Zelda trailer. Yeah, uh, so that looked... Breathtaking. Yeah, no doubt. That was incredible. That uh, that art style looked amazing. The reveals were amazing. Uh, mm. I loved. I loved all of it. That trailer was that fucking sold me. Um, whatever game, whatever day that game comes out, I'm day one. Whether it's Wii U or Switch or both, probably both. Uh, I'm <laughs> yeah. definitely day one because it was spot on. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know anybody who watched that. Anybody who was already excited about Zelda or like on the fence about Zelda, I think watched that trailer and was like, yeah, I'm in. I don't know if it did anything for oh, people for that sure. were already hard nose, but I don't care. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm happy to be excited for it. And I'm trying to live in a world now where I, I focus more on hope and enthusiasm <laughs> or enthusiasm than uh, the negativity. <laughs> and, and it was uh, that baptism, wasn't it? It was Mark. That's right. He got you. But it got to me. He was like, you can walk He's around good, and man. be, negative and you can always expect the worst and always think the worst is going to happen and live in this turmoil and misery or you can <laughs> think to the future you can think of you can use hope embrace hope uh, believe yeah. that better things are coming and you know what that sounds a lot better to me than always being like oh that's going to suck oh that's going to suck oh that's going to suck I'm going to be excited about it and I'm going to hope for the best I'm going to tell you I don't think you have to worry much about this game because it looks pretty awesome yeah. Uh, the next game, though, a little more controversial, a little more strange. Death Stranding got a new trailer. That's the Kojima game. Yeah, that's got uh, by chance. It's got Mads Mikkelsen in it and uh, Guillermo del Toro. I uh, guess. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, the other guy, uh, Norman Reedus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't watch anyway, this trailer. Um, it's a weird. It's like a guy. He's got a baby in a jar, and he's hiding from. It's it's very strange. You're gonna have to check it out. I can't even describe it. It's Kojima. You know, it's weird. Um, they did say that that game is going to be running on the Horizon Zero Dawn engine. Oh, yeah. Very good. So they finally have an engine. I mean, they still don't That's know what the fucking game's along. about, and uh, <laughs> they don't know anything other than it's on the Horizon Zero Dawn engine, whatever That's engine that is. That's a pretty big part of it. Oh, um, and the next thing that came up: Shovel Knight prequel. Yeah. Is this DLC or is this a new game? This is the DLC. This is the Spectre Knight okay. DLC that they were working on. So when the uh, Kickstarter launched, there was two stretch goals that were reached. Uh, they were both for DLC. One of them was Plague Knight. This one, sorry, three three were reached. Plague Knight, Spectre Knight, King Knight. King Knight will be the next one. Um, okay. so, so we should actually be talking to the guys or somebody over at uh, Yacht Club Games about this. The reason we couldn't talk to them during the... Uh, Shovel Knight month in August was because they were working on Spectre Knight. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so this is free. Like that's crazy. All because it looks like a brand new game. It looks awesome. Yeah, same as Plague Knight. Plague Knight was free as well. Looks yeah. like a brand new game. But, but you know, Plague Knight was you go through the same levels. This right. one is completely new. It's yeah, yeah, it not, is. Yeah, it's a, pre- a lot of work, man. That's, it's a labor of love. 
It really is. Um, new um, RPG coming to the PC, made by Bio X Bioware and X Blizzard staff called Dauntless. Yeah. Have you seen anything it, on this? Uh, I saw the trailer and I saw that guy do his interview. Uh, eh. It looks like monster. It's a free to play MMO. It looks like to me. Yeah, it doesn't look that bad. Though. If you can't compete with Warcraft, why even get in the pool? Yeah. True you know what I mean? That's like the Olympics. I don't know why anybody even lines up next to Michael Phelps. Oh, boy. Like, <laughs> come on. It's true. All right. Uh, that's all I have for the Game Awards. Uh, was there anything I else have there? Oh, so, Kyle Bosman. Was Kyle Bosman, yeah. So he uh, was like the co-host. Uh, yeah. He he name-dropped Parappa the Rapper at the show. And I just thought it was really cool that on Sunday we were talking to the guy who co-hosted the Video Game Awards. Yeah. Yeah. I'm blown away. It's uh, like a brush with celebrity. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's awesome. He's such a great guy. Yeah. He did a really good uh, job. He did. Oh, he did. congrats to... I don't know fuck Jeff his name. Keely? No. Was it Boogie2988? Yeah, yeah. Won the trending... Actually, I have something to bring up. Yeah, go. So it was him and Angry Joe, and it was... Uh, I can't remember all these other people that were up for the trending YouTuber. Um, I so I... while he was receiving the award, so I didn't actually know the other... So yeah, I'm fascinated to hear that. Um, so I've been following this other fairly big YouTuber who's uh, who's one of those negative guys. He's everything shitty. All the game developers are evil. And I don't... Uh, I unfollowed him. I unsubscribed to him on Twitter. Uh, I don't... Or I unsubscribed on YouTube. I unfollowed him on Twitter. I don't understand the uh, the appeal to this. These guys have massive subscriber counts. And it's all just spewing filth. There are so many <laughs> positive people in the entertainment field than YouTube for gaming. Uh, Retro Liberty, you don't get more positive than Aaron Stapish. Uh, or Stapish. Stapish. Uh, I like Aaron, yeah. Aaron's as, as positive as it gets. The guy's an easy ally, so that's another one. Um, yeah. Gaming Rebellion. Even uh, most of the guys are retroware, like... There's so many people out there that are fucking positive. I don't understand this need, this desire to surround yourself with this fucking negative energy. Like You already said it. You said they have millions of subscribers. But, like, I don't get, like, your whole shtick is you're angry about everything. You don't ever encounter anything that doesn't fucking piss you off. Fuck this industry. Fuck this game. Fuck that developer. Oh boy. This is all garbage. <laughs> like... Stop. You know what? If you're that unhappy about it, sorry, I got close Who to the mic there. About? I'll tell you off there. If you're that unhappy about all of this stuff, then stop fucking doing it. Go make a living doing something you love, talking about something you enjoy. Because man, it's life's too short to be angry all the time. And I couldn't. I, 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 I try. I subscribed to this. I followed this guy for about a month, and uh, some of his stuff was all right. His reviews are decent because his reviews are very. Um, unbiased I find, but is just his regular talk, his regular day to day. Even scrolling through Twitter as it was happening, as the video game awards were happening, it was just fucking ah oh, fuck these awards. Ah, oh, these awards are ridiculous. Oh, there's too much uh, advertisement. Oh, First. fuck this shit, retro <laughs> guy. Oh episode. man, it was sorry. <laughs> anyway, it was. I was reading through it and I was like, man, if you fucking hate this stuff that much. Maybe try not making thousands of dollars a month fucking doing it. Try being no. happy about something. Oh, I was, I was. I feel like I could. Anyway, congrats to Boogie twenty nine eighty eight. 
Because by all accounts, he's like a happy guy. I don't watch his stuff, but he's really... Yeah. Are you sure he's a happy guy? I didn't know that. I'll tell you who the guy is. Anyway, it's... I'm sure we can all figure it out. The point here is... There's a lot in the gaming industry that's frustrating. But there's Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff out there that you can be passionate about and be excited about and you can enjoy. Try focusing on that and focusing on all the little negative minutia. Because it makes you sound like a douchebag and... Yeah. What else you got? PSX? <laughs> <laughs> Next we have, yeah, the PlayStation Experience, PSX. Yeah, um, fuck that. It was garbage. Are you kidding me? It was <laughs> no! awesome. No! <laughs> <laughs> Last of Us 2, big announcement. Yeah. Big announcement. yeah. I'm actually pretty excited for it. You get to play as Ellie this time, I think, by the mm-hmm. looks of it. Yeah. The, uh, uh, the, dir- the director said the, the first game was about love, and this game is about hate. Oh. So I don't know if Ellie hates Joel or what's going on. No, she probably – you grow up in this world, you probably learn to resent a lot of things. Yeah. Um, Last of Us 2, yeah, that's a big one. Nino Cooney 2, finally got a trailer. Mm-hmm. Looks mm-hmm. pretty delicious. Looks like a Studio Ghibli movie. Except Studio Ghibli not involved. They're not? No. But not they involved. are like it. <laughs> it's them yeah. in level five. Yeah, in fact, if you watch the trailer, there's no um, animation. It's all CG. I'm almost positive they're involved. Oh, well, we better look that up, too, then. You While bring up the next topic, I'll look that up. Crash Bandicoot HD trilogy thing, remaster, remake, gets you, a trailer. It looks amazing. You can talk about this, too, while I'm looking it up, because I don't care about that. Dude, it looks so good. Uh, it looks like they just took Crash and made it HD-ified. Like, I, they didn't change much by the looks of it which I love. Um, I could not be more excited for that game. Oh, uh, Parappa the Rappa HD. What are the odds, man? <laughs> it's the, the cartridge club effect, my friend. Apparently so. I was shocked. Um, Rocket Sauce actually did the demo for it. It's available now. And he says they fixed the timing. <laughs> so it's fixed. And then, well, Or maybe they broke it. I don't know how you look at it with Parappa. So I guess all the people that couldn't do it before can do it now. Right, so I wonder if you could do it now. Ooh. Maybe it's broken. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Who's to say which was the correct way? Um, yeah, but PSX was pretty great. I like that they do it. No Square Enix showing. Now, I know Square has a conference coming up. Uh, it's either the next month or the month after. So I'm assuming all the Final Fantasy VII stuff and uh, stuff like that is being held for that. Um, did Nier get a new trailer? I think no, they got. Not. I think they showed like the uh, pre or like the stuff you can the collector's edition, which is pretty cool. Um, but Holy yeah, shit, you're right. No, no Studio Ghibli. No Studio Ghibli. It's very unfortunate. Man, that makes me sad. I know. It still looks like one though. <laughs> They're clearly yeah. still going for that look aesthetic. Um, but yeah, maybe I shouldn't have told you. Then you would have never known because it looks no. like Studio Ghibli. Um, the dubs. I wasn't a big fan of the voiceovers, but that's okay. It still looks really good. Um, that's all I have for news. How about you? Anything else? Did we talk about Horizon Zero Dawn? The new trailer for that? I did not. Uh, that's yeah, the game that's. I'm it. gonna buy a PS4 for that game. Really? That's the game. That's the game. That's the game. I've been following it since they announced it. I mean, the name is ridiculous. I would prefer if it was just called Horizon. Uh, yeah, but I, I assume care. they're planning on making sequels, good. so the next one will be 
If this one's Horizon Zero Dawn, the next one will be like Horizon One Afternoon, and then Horizon Two Evening, and then Horizon <laughs> Three Nighttime. All right. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, it four, looks good. Dusk. It looks as good as it um, did last year. You know, it looks good. I want it. I'm sold. That's the game. That's the one. I want to play as the cool redheaded girl. I can't believe the that's the one for you. Robot Bull. That's it. It does look good, though. Very good. What's the release date uh, for that? Don't be uh, March. Don't be March. I didn't even write it down. I have that much not. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I think Nier got a release date, though. For March 7th or something like that. Mm, that's very near to the Switch. All right, let's move on. Um, I think that's it for news. You got anything else? Um, yes. Go ahead. Netflix allows you to download shows. What? Yeah. Colleen came home. She was like, I got a news topic for you guys for CC Weekly. <laughs> and I was like, lay it on me, sister. And uh, she was like, you can now download. I think it's only one show at a time. But you can download shows or movies to your tablet or your smartphone or your laptop or whatever from Netflix. I love it. I so you can watch idea. them on the go. And awesome. I said, that is news. <laughs> Sold. All right. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. How much can you download? I guess it depends on what. I don't know. I don't know if it's one show or if there's like a, uh, I don't know. I just know you can download. Right, and I great. didn't believe her at first. I thought she was smoking something. So I looked it up and it did confirm that, yeah, you could do it. Wow. Awesome. That is good to know, actually, because so I could download something and take it to work. somewhere where I don't have internet. Exactly. Yeah, like work. Yeah, exactly. The Wi-Fi there is terrible. Uh, that's it for news, then. Update. Update. CC update. <laughs> uh, the Q Dog House. Did you watch it? Um, yeah, yeah. Most importantly, yeah. did you hear about the Final Fantasy that uh, uh, I think it was Final Fantasy V that Eric was playing? Uh Maybe I didn't watch it. Jeez, I thought I did. They talk, Eric talked about playing Overwatch. Maybe that was last week I'm talking about? I don't know. Okay, anyway, Eric mentioned he was playing Final Fantasy V during a Q-Dog. And it made me think, I've never finished Final Fantasy V. Have you finished Final Fantasy V? I don't even think I own Final Fantasy V. I don't even I like... I might I don't have like, it on the DS, maybe? I don't think I like the job system. No, I don't. I think that takes away. It's my from least character. favorite part of Bravely Default. Yeah, and it's my I least favorite part of Dragon Quest Seven. Understood. Dragon Quest Seven has job class. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So does uh, nine. Yeah, I knew nine did. I didn't know about seven though. Um, I think it's hard to build character development when you could change their job on the fly. Yeah, and I like having a set job. This is my character. This is what they can do. If I want healing, I got to use this guy who's the healer. Because otherwise you're just going to stack it with the ones that look the best. And then, uh, no, I, I like, that, that was my biggest problem with Bravely Default. It's also why I've put off Bravely Second for so long. And uh, I flashed up Fire Emblem Fates. And the first question it says is, what job do you want your guy to have? And I was like, oh. <laughs> why do you do this to me? Okay, um, brings up my next point is, what is the best first Final Fantasy? Duke was thinking about um, playing Seven for his first one. And I think he yeah. said he was going to review it. Um, but he's been hearing a lot that maybe seven isn't the best one to start with. I tend to agree with that. I believe four is the best to start with. I have an agreement with you. Why? Why is four the best? I'm going to, I'll start by saying why four is the best. And then I will mix in why I think that one 
six and seven are not the best. Okay. Okay. So, uh, actually, let's do why I think the other ones are not the best first, because I think oh, that'll help. Okay. So um, before you do that, I want to point out what Lowe thought about that. Lowe said that the reason why we like seven so much was because we had already had previous experience with the mm. series, and seven was that accumulation of everything we wanted it to be. Exactly. And it would be harder to appreciate that if you started with it. And I, exactly. I agreed with that completely. So oh, sorry, I, I think number one is a poor choice because if you play it on the NES, it is a lot of grinding and it is very obtuse and you build your own party. And for somebody who's not into RPGs, if he was already into RPGs, cool. He already knows all the tropes. He knows how all the mechanics work. If this right. is your first real exposure to an RPG, you don't know all that stuff. Um, it gets overwhelming. It can seem... Like it bogs you down, and it generally turns you off. Um, I think if you start with one, not being a fan of RPGs, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah, fair. If you start with six, you are playing the best 16-bit sprite RPG that you can possibly play, and everything from that point is going to be a letdown. Nothing will stack up to that. Um, sorry, Chrono Trigger fans. Sorry, Lufia fans. But you cannot compete with the the perfectness of Final Fantasy VI as a, as a 16-bit sprite-based RPG. Mm-hmm. Don't start with seven for the reason Lowe said. Seven was the accumulation of one, two, and three and all of those fans, all of these things we loved... And on top of that, as an adult, Cloud is hard to warm up to. Oh, uh, it's a lot easier that. to warm up to an angsty teenager when you're an angsty no. teenager. Because when you're a 40-something man, Cloud it's a lot. was a dick. Cloud was like a hard ass for the first half of the game. Yeah. It was only when he starts to realize that he's... But that's only spoil short. this game for Duke? Oh my god. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> so here's why I think you should start with Final Fantasy 2 North America or 4. I'm going to sneeze, so I'm going to mute my mic for a second. Alright, I'm going to write down 30 minutes so you know how to, where to edit that. <laughs> so, Final Fantasy 2 um, or 4, I'm going to interchange between the same, I mean the same game. Mm-hmm. is generally considered to be easy. So as an RPG, a new person to RPGs, that's a boon. You definitely want to be able to complete the game. You don't want to feel like, I got to fucking grind for 30 or 40 or 50 hours. You want to feel, yes, there is some challenge, but some movement going through it. Uh, number two. It's the first Final Fantasy that really included a story, uh, and it's one of my favorite stories. It's got some of my favorite moments in gaming in that game. Uh, Palamaporum, Tella, um, Yeah, without saying too much, it is hard not to say the things. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying the names. Yeah. It's got a great cast of characters that's not too big, like Final Fantasy VI, and it's not... Uh, too small, like Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> it's uh, it's Seven got has a, a big cast. Seven has probably yeah. the same size as four. But it's got a bunch of characters that you can relate to, and it's a story of redemption. It's a story of betrayal. It's a story of love. It's a story of friendship. It's a story of loss. 
And it, it's a good story. Now, the dialogue, yes, the localization uh, is probably a little wonky, but it's not like to the point where you're not going to understand what's happening. And some of the quotes are some of the most famous quotes ever in video games. For example, you spoony bug. Um, I, I, I've been thinking about this. Um, people were asking which the ideal version is, and I, I think I actually am going to go with the Super Nintendo one. I thought I was oh, going to go with it's the PSP. The PS, I thought I was going to go with the PSP, but they changed it a little bit. Um, I... And I just have such fond memories of the, of the Super Nintendo one. I think it's a good introduction. Plus, I love the sound chip on the Super Nintendo. I haven't played it on the GBA. How different is that? I didn't play that one. I'm hoping okay. it's similar, but it so yeah, Super have Nintendo the same I, sound. PSP would be my choice because it looks the best. It looks look the good. way the game remembers to me, the way, the way I remember the game. But I have no issue with the Super Nintendo version of the game. I would the actually one suggest is almost too anime for me, and I love anime look, but hmm. I remember them looking. I remember the Dark Knight looking like he does on the Super Nintendo one. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I think it's mostly my nostalgia. I would still recommend it, especially to somebody like Duke, to play the Super Nintendo one first. Right. Though. And the last reason that I would say play that one is because it's on the Super Nintendo. It's a console that I know... So I'm using Duke specifically here. I know Duke loves the Super Nintendo. I know he could find that game for 30 to $40. And if he doesn't enjoy it, he could resell it in a heartbeat if he had to. True. Um, it's, it's a fantastic story. It's a fantastic adventure. And it's a great starting point into the franchise. Because you can skip one for the, the beginning. You can play two. You can play three. You can play seven. So that's North America two, North America three. So four, six, seven, um, and then you know what? I enjoyed all that. Let me go back and play one of the remakes of one. Let me go back and try, you know, or let me go try nine because nine. A lot of people love nine, but you can't start at nine because the reason you love nine is because it reminds you of one, two, and three. You know what I mean? It <laughs> takes you back to those when seven veered off in its own direction. Nine was like the the throwback to the original six. So, Final Fantasy 2 slash 4 is my pick because, and it's not just because it's my favorite game. Um, those are, like, those reasons as somebody who's just getting into RPGs. Now, if you're somebody who loves RPGs and you just never played the Final Fantasy series, my answer is different. Uh, if you're somebody who's only into modern games and not into retro games, my answer is different. But specifically mm. for Duke, I gotta go with Final Fantasy 2. And I told him in a Twitter message, and now I guess I'm telling everybody else, if Duke buys that game, I'm making it a club game, and we're playing it for the club. <laughs> Final Fantasy 2 slash 4? Yep. Wow. Which it month won't be March. Next he February? said he's gonna look and try and get it in MAGFest, which is in March. So if he does, I'm thinking May, we might do Final Fantasy 2. If he gets a copy. If he doesn't, right. don't everybody go run out buying Final Fantasy 2, because if he doesn't buy it, it's not going to happen. The Cartridge Club exists because of Final Fantasy 2. That's right. Kind of interesting. That's right. Yeah, because you and I were playing it together. Mm -hmm. I, I was on the DS. You were on the... Yeah. I was also on the DS. You I was on the DS. I think we both were, actually. Yeah. But, and, uh, uh, and we were talking about it together. And yeah. Mark said, wouldn't it be great if there was a bunch of people that we knew online that we could talk about this game together? And that was how the club was born, because of Final Fantasy 2. Yeah, I think one of my first tweets was about because I was, it was hashtag return to sender and it was after we go to Mist and open up that letter. Yeah, I remember that. Anyway, so that's yeah, my Final pick. Too. But let us know your <laughs> pick. So I didn't, I forgot to put a post up last week for this episode, but or for the last episode. But I will for this week. Let us know what you think the best game to start with a Final Fantasy with. Somebody who's new to Final Fantasy doesn't, and not just new to Final Fantasy, new to RPGs. 
Tell us what you think the best one is and why, and tell us why you might uh, remove some of the other ones. Because I would love to hear the answers. Me too, actually. Speaking of new to RPGs, Duke reviews Pokemon Yellow. Yeah, I haven't read it yet. I'm sure it's (laughs) in-depth. Yellow describes it perfectly for what he (laughs) thinks Pokemon is. So definitely check out Duke's review. Yeah, he wasn't wasn't loving it. No, he was not. A lot of people aren't. I think you're one of them. Um, okay, we got uh, some yeah. other things here. I'll we'll leave that for the show. podcast. <laughs> for anybody who's not uh, aware, this month is Pokemon Red, Blue, or Yellow for the club. And uh, let's just say that it's it won't be a repeat of last month's uh, P1 <laughs> upset. Yeah. Balance has been restored. <laughs> Bonus Barrel, their top 10 came out this week. Yes. Um, a lot of games on there I was not expecting. But I've now become interested in Left 4 Dead 2. Steven mm. pointed out that he's already recommended this to me several times. <laughs> he has, yeah. He actually, but, there's a post on the forums where Steven recommends it. Um, but the story that that um, Left tells on this podcast about how him and Seiji are working together, and then at the end, he, they're fighting to get on this boat, and Se- he looks up, and Seiji's already gone. He's floating down the river, waving at him. <laughs> <laughs> he left. Him for dead. Uh, All right. Oh I'm boy. sorry. I pulled a Rob joke. Yeah, it was a good okay. episode. Uh, Link Between Worlds made an appearance, made me happy. No you Super Metroid in the whole top 100. Oh, I try not to think about it. Um, I'm just going to assume they haven't played it because it's amazing. I wonder where it is that, on my list. That's, that's why I'm excited for the CC100 because you we can't be just by that too. You can't just assume that you know people are going to pick. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, everybody exactly. gets these these blinders on. They think, oh, well, I love these games. Everybody must love these games. You know what I mean? Yeah. But some people haven't played Super Metroid. It's true. Speaking of some people not playing certain games, Brazil has released a video about his top Genesis games, a system that he missed when he was younger. Um, it's kind of an interesting take. It's just it's not the top 100 Genesis games. It's just the top games that he has played now that he's new to this system. And he has some interesting recommendations. Mystic Defender, for example, caught my eye. Um, have you seen that yet? No, I'll be watching that uh, probably tomorrow. I'm home tomorrow with two dogs. Definitely check so, it out. Uh, I'm on puppy detail. <laughs> right on. Um, oh, speaking of the CC100 as well, Musty has brought up a point on the forums about bonus points and whether they should be included or not. There has been just some discussion on that. I just wanted to hear your thoughts here on the podcast. I like the bonus points. Uh, I said it on the forums. I, I believe that the bonus points give the work? accreditation. So the way it works is if a game appears on two lists, it gets 10 bonus points. For every list it appears on, above that, it gets 10 more. Um, I like it because there are game. I think the, the list shouldn't be, it shouldn't be what is everybody's top 10 because those are going to have the most points. It right. should be... What are the games that the club loves the most? And if everybody loves Wind Waker, whether it's up or down the list, I think it deserves to be recognized. Yeah, uh, I felt like that was a good reason to have them on there. That's sort of how Seiji explained it to me. Eric ran 10,000 simulations to see <laughs> I love the difference between uh, having the bonus points or not having the bonus points. And he said it's almost negligible. Yeah, so. it's almost roughly the same, right? So, so either way. But I like them so because I, I really think that if you don't have those bonus points, in my mind, whether it works with that way math- mathematically or not, in my mind, if yeah. you don't have the bonus points, your, any games you have above 50 might as well not be there. Yeah, that's a good point. 
I never thought you know of it like mean? that. It, unless your games, some of your games about fifty are below fifty on somebody else's. On somebody else, and then it gives us the difference to bump it up. Yeah, right. that's. But either that's way, probably how it actually that's works. That's how out, it but. works. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, that's fine. Um, Flock of Nerds started a podcast called yes, Flock they did. Talk. Um, they now have an RSS feed, and I believe they're on iTunes. So definitely check them out if you have not yet. Uh, support the club's podcast for sure. They're not I'm yet looking- on iTunes, but they have submitted to iTunes. So okay. it should be there so soon. It's it's okay. Check Hopefully them out. Those guys are awesome. Or Super. That guy and girl are awesome. Yeah, both nice. Both both awesome. Um, Nintendo Hodge announces the Berry Game Exchange is going to be on April 2nd, 2017. That's right. Um, yeah, I believe he also announced the location, but... I just it's the biggest that. location they've ever had with room for something like 9,000 tables. Wow. No, wait, that's wrong. It's maybe 9,000 square feet. That makes more sense. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, the biggest location they've ever been to. Uh, better lighting, so you'll be able to check those labels for Joe and Dish. Um, oh. Better space, so you can cram more vendors in there with great deals. Very excited. I most likely will not be at this one. But I strongly urge anybody in the in the Toronto area or in the Barrie area uh, area uh, to check it out. It's the uh, it's the biggest gaming convention that is supported by the Cartridge Club in North America. Yes, <laughs> good plug. I like it. We should actually uh, well, we get our logo up on the up on the sign i think i'll message him and see uh what the cost is to get the sponsored sign yeah but i'm pretty sure it's like hundreds of dollars <laughs> probably <laughs> so. i would imagine um you had mentioned something on twitter about some backdoor shady business going on with game of the month coming up and uh, it was the final fantasy four oh, okay that's what it was okay yeah i can erase that off my list then leftover bits is back there really? is a new Leftover Bits podcast, though. Yep. Why did um, we download? I don't know, but I have it. So check it, check it out. Yep. NZ and Paul are back. Um, check it out if you haven't. Speaking of podcasts, STC, let's talk about the newest episode. Yes, um, let's talk about the newest episode. Two points. So- First point. Should Joe have bought that game off of Bill? <laughs> so Bill bought these games. After Joe had said in prior podcasts to pick things up, even mm-hmm. if he couldn't get a hold of them, right? Mm-hmm. But then he brought it to him, and he's like, nope, too roached, don't want so it. So let me put it to you this way. All right. You know me very well. I do very much. You know how particular I am. I do. <laughs> if you saw something that I wanted, but you yeah. thought that it might be borderline unacceptable for me, mm-hmm. would you buy it? If the disc looked acceptable, but the case and manual were both mint, and I knew that disc would run, and whoever looks at the bottom of the disc, you know, you'll never see it. Uh, you have to look at it before you buy it to make sure it'll run. Yeah, but he did look at it, and it will run. It's not like there's deep cuts in it. Um, I would probably have bought it for you, yeah. I can hear my dog barking. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's Shadow. She's a Australian cattle dog. Blue healer. Um, she's new to the family. So I'm too... Uh, I could see Joe not wanting to buy it because it's not in the condition that he... like. The guy only buys boxed Transformers. Like, 
you know he's particular. You know he has a certain standard that he sets for his games and his body. So you and think he shouldn't have bought it from Bill? I think Bill shouldn't have bought it for Joe. Okay. And right. I don't think it's fair of Bill to hold it against Joe when Joe doesn't want to buy the thing that we know isn't up to Joe's standards. That fucking Joe conditions a thing. It's an actual hashtag. Like, I've seen people who aren't even <laughs> in the cartridge club use this. Uh, wow. We differ on Like, I was on eBay. That, I was on eBay, and it was... Mean. I was on eBay, and there was a post. Or there was an eBay thing up for sale, and it said Joe Condish. And I was like, no, what is this? <laughs> You know, I think um, Bill made the right choice. I think it's a Koei game too. It's got a, it's got Joe written all over it. Ah, I don't know. I don't man. know. It's, then I then he, then I heard him talking about having sealed cassette tapes and stuff, and I thought, okay, if Joe wants sealed cassette tapes, maybe this wasn't a purchase for him. I don't know. Yeah, but I cannot fault Bill for this one because of what Joe has said on previous podcasts. So I mean, that. so the the flip side is Joe could have said. I mean, in the uh, vein of, hey, I want to make sure that my friend who bought this for me and thought he was doing the right thing, Joe could have said, I'll give you what you paid for it, but in the future, if it looks like this, don't grab those for me. Right, Um, right. He could have done that, extended an olive branch. But Joe's also, not really the olive branch kind of guy, you know? <laughs> also, we don't know what the price was. It's Joe price all over this. It could have been Bill Cameron charging 50 bucks. Who knows? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I don't know, man. But I don't know. I can't fault Bill, though, for this one. I, I just can't do it. Like so. you, got a, you got a secret of Evermore that has our dog's teeth in it. I and do. And our dog bit it. And that's okay for you. But yeah. I – you know – like, I'm not even as bad as Joe. And you know there was stuff that I wouldn't yeah. take. Yeah, it's true. That's true. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just he's particular, and he's got a certain standard that he holds his games and his transformers to, and you know, yeah. I'm sure his wife yeah. and his kids and his house and everything else. Because if you drop that standard, then you're if you're willing to accept if you if you accept below the standard once, you set the precedent that you'll accept it again. <laughs> and I'm just saying. I'm just oh saying. my, that's funny. I, I, okay. I got, I got no hard feelings toward Joe for sticking to his guns. Me uh, neither, me neither. I just think... And obviously the other solution to Bill is just not to buy anything. It. Yeah, that's what Bill has said he's I'd like to, to see pictures. Send us, show us pictures. Yes, we need proof. We need evidence. We need to know how roached this disc was yeah. before we make our judgment. I want to see if... Jo- but you're going to have to give us a couple different angles in the light so we can see it. Not just one shot in the dark making it look golden. Also, and, show us Joe's worst disc that he has that is acceptable. Yeah, <laughs> that's another good one. I would need to see what his standard is. Does right, he have Bill any discs? Know. I mean, but you would have to compare it too, because I would take a worse disc on Sweet Coden Two than I would on Final Fantasy Seven. You know what I mean? Because it's right. a harder to find game. But this is a Koei game. This, this is Joe's bread and butter. You know what I'm right. saying? This is his yeah, thing. I want to see that. I got any more? Any more? Show us I, the picture I, I of the do. disc. I, I'm, in t- I'm, in- I'm anticipating it in a future video. Um, okay, a- another thing on STC this week is grinding in RPGs cheating. No. it's In some cases, it is the game. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cases, it is the you game. You know what I mean? Uh, over grinding? Like maxing out to level 90. I know Dean did that in one of the club games. He like maxed out to level 99. I think it was Symphony of the Night, maybe? He uh, maxed, yeah, he, he, like, he set a turbo controller up. 
And, uh, I don't know if he did that, did he? No, there was one where he set up, like, set up a turbo controller and had his guy against a wall killing skeletons or something. And uh, <laughs> he was Dragon Quest Eight. Anyway, that's cheating. <laughs> over <laughs> over grinding to have a superior level to what's required for that boss. I wouldn't say he's cheating, but it's... Uh, you know what I mean? In the case of Dragon Quest Nine that, that Joe is playing... If your priest isn't at least level forty-five, forget it. You're never gonna beat that guy. You you need uh, to have everybody in your party at minimum level forty-five, and you need to have a priest because his opening attack I think hits all three of them or all four of them, and it one shots a lot of them. You need to have a priest minimum level forty-five. It's unfortunate that you didn't have one going into it at that point, and now all you're left to do is grind. Ah, uh, that's unfortunate. I wonder what. Uh, see, I don't know what his levels and things were. Just like the previous topic. Not he said they were like mid-45 to 50, and he had one at level 27. And that's not... And it was Oy. his priest, because he had to reroll Oy. the priest. Yeah. And yeah, really, at that, that point, the amount of grinding it's going to require to get that, because the experience is shared over all of them. So even if you're going against big guys, Gross. your guy at level 27 is going to level up so fucking slow, I would, uh, I would watch a video of the guy getting beat and say I did it. I would quit, for sure. Um... Okay, Slade, the Black Mage, has posted his battle to the I chat on the po- on the forums. He's accepting challenges of certain games and things, and he will record himself doing these challenges. I challenged him to beat the Turbo Turbo Tunnel and Battletoads, and he posted that. So go check that out. And if you have any other challenges for him, head over to the forums and let him know. He he's actually gonna do it. It's awesome. It's not like cool. me where I'm gonna start and say I'm gonna do it, and then you know not do it. Um, he actually does it, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> You should just give him yeah. your trailer. He can cut in his own face. <laughs> should, should. Um, Raiho on the website has recommended um, Time Cop 1983, I believe is the name of the, I guess it would be a band. Um, really interesting, cool music. It's like kind of like the music from uh, Stranger Things. You know, it's like mm-hmm. like that 80s feel to it. Love it. So he's got more coming, so... It, actually, there's a forum post up now for music. So if you have more music that you want to recommend to everybody, go over there and let us know because I love finding new music. I think Matt Bandy was the one that started it. So thank you, Matt. Um, and that is all I have for new for update other than birthdays. We have two. Sea uh, Stove, it was his birthday on December 1st. And Musty, big sexy Musty, uh, birthday on yesterday, the 3rd. December 3rd, Saturday. So, yeah. Happy birthday to you both. I hope you had a great one. A lot of anniversaries, too. Was it yesterday? Yeah, Brazel and Dean. Dean. And somebody else. Um, yeah. oh, happy anniversary. Coming. Yeah, happy anniversary to everybody on that day. Who was the other one? I don't know. We're going to remember later. We're going to feel Dean like- was three years. Brazel was like 25 years. And somebody was six, I think. Yeah. Oh, we're remember. shitty people. We are the worst. Whoever I the other like person it. was whose anniversary it was, uh, I'm sorry. I also but happy anniversary. Sorry. Yeah. I'll send you a bag of uh, Reese pieces. Just send me a message. Aww. Well, I want a couple. Um, <laughs> and that is all I have for update. Do you have anything? No, I don't think I do. I had a huge list this week. Probably because we're recording later, I guess. Yeah. No, nothing. Right. Let's move on to okay. uh, Spotlight. So who are we spotlighting this week, P1? P1! 
big well, one this week. I got tired of uh, spotlighting people. So uh, I decided it was time to spotlight a robot. So we're going to spotlight Seiji. I don't know if the... Do they ever say his last name on Bonus Barrel? Uh, I don't want to say it just in case they don't. I don't know if they do or not. I don't know if I I know it. I think I know it. Okay, I do know it, and I'm not sure why I know it, if it's from social media. Email, probably. Yeah, maybe. So I'm not going to say his last name. So Seiji from Bonus Barrel, at uh, S-E-I-G-I... C A C. Yep. S E I G I A C. Right. He's a robot. Um, he's a, he's, a, he's, he's, he's a the guy that came up with the those BB one hundred program, the CC one hundred program. He uh, he does all the editing for Bonus Barrel. He does. He now, is yeah. he moved away. fantastic. And I was actually listening to that episode where they do the top ten, and there's a couple of sections when he talks like a fucking robot. <laughs> like he almost sounds like a robot. He's I very love how he particular with his words. He's very clear, concise. Yeah, I love Seiji. Um, he thinks about everything he says. He is other than no. He's my favorite part of Bonus Bro. <laughs> oh my gosh! Straight up, he is. Uh, I would trade him for you in about thirty seconds. I would probably let you do that. <laughs> yeah, you should follow him on Twitter. He's not super active on there, but start tweeting at him. Um, I'd love to see. Because I want to see. We need to get a show with Seiji and Eric on it together. Oh my god! Because they're gosh. both and Yoshi. Because they're all very analytical. You know what I mean? That's the three um, robots of the club, right there. No, there's like no emotion. These guys. <laughs> it would be like a conversation between Data and Lore, and that there was a third one. I think. Oh my. Yeah, that we need to make that happen. What game sounds- would those three? play we're gonna talk with this offline yeah um what if they don't play beyond oasis or, or uh or roller coaster tycoon something like that yeah. sim city maybe yeah <laughs> Fuck, i play sim city for a month yeah me too actually that sounds great i want to um, get those three on a show together because i want to hear i want i just want to be a fly on the wall for that conversation that would be amazing i i'm not kidding i so eric uh, made a tweet earlier this week let me get some hijack and stage spotlight, but and it was yep. like uh, I'm glad to be part of a club that limits their uh, their open mockery of me making graphs, <laughs> and no joke, like when those guys get oh, like analytical, when they start talking like that, I am fucking in, I'm raptured. Like it's me too, me too. It's fantastic. Um, so yeah, definitely check out the top 100 for bonus barrel. That is Sagey's yeah. baby. Um, yeah, and check out Sagey himself. He's a great guy. He is. Definitely check him out. Thank you, Seiji, again for allowing us to not only use the formula that you use for Bonus Barrel, but for taking the time to edit it and then run tests on it to see if it worked for the Cartridge Club purposes. Yeah. Because he he was like, like, well, how are we going to track this stat and this stat and this stat and this stat? And I was like, (laughs) I guess I could track those manually. He's like, yeah, we need to track more stats. (laughs) (laughs) Because well, if you listen to that bonus episode, he's like, here's how many were done by publisher. Here's how many were done by developer. Here's how many were done in this generation. He tracked everything manually. Yeah, he is awesome. And the way he plays his games is awesome, too. Like, he will break everything down until he's – like Clash Royale, he, like, aces it. Um, and without having to pay anything. Like, everybody else pays to win, essentially. He could do it without it. Uh, I love it. And he also loves Plants vs. Zombies a lot, which I also like. Anyway, uh, that's Seiji. He's awesome. And that's it for Spotlight. Yeah. Moving on to Rance. 
into rants. This week we're ranting a little bit about uh, Let's Plays. Not so much a rant, more as an open discussion, I guess you could say. Um, what are your opinions on Let's Plays? And is watching a Let's Play, like P1 just said, if you get to the end of a game, that last boss, he's really tough, and you watch it. If you watch somebody beat it, have you completed that game? Is that a win? Is that cheating? Ooh. I don't know. So many people are watching video games now, watching people play. Why is that? Why do you think that, B1? Why do you think people are watching people play games online instead of playing themselves? Uh, it's fun to interact with friends. But the, no, no, no. So like, I'm I, talking about Let's Plays. I want to talk about Twitch streaming. Twitch streaming is a whole other thing. Oh, I'm just Let's about, Plays. Yeah, like Let's Play channels on YouTube uh-huh. where you just go and you watch people play. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> looking for how to do a certain part of a game for yourself? I don't know. Like a walkthrough, uh, maybe? I don't really watch Let's Plays. The closest I came was our boy Lukeman. Um, yeah, we did a lot of Let's Plays. I don't see him anymore. He's still around. Okay, good. Uh, he did a lot of Let's Plays. I don't really enjoy them, though. Uh, if I'm going to watch a game, I'd rather play the game. But... <clears throat> because I'm not into first-person shooters... A lot of people, Nick and Musty specifically, have offered to play through the Halo series, the starting with Halo 1, working through mm-hmm. in a Let's Play format so that I could experience the story without having to put myself through that gameplay that I don't enjoy. Fascinating. And I, I think I would watch that. Now, this brings so, me to my next thought. Or Sorry, go it, ahead. Is that what people are doing? I guess so, yeah. I know the younger generation is a lot like, like um, your daughter, for example loves watching let's plays right. um uh so i don't know if it's a generational thing or not but then I, th- I think yeah and now i think it might also be time as well um a lot of people don't have time to finish games so they're watching them i guess so then i started thinking what's the next step you know what you know what i figured out you know what i figured out what the next step is mm-hmm. that we could probably capitalize on and be the first in you I ready wait yeah oral let's plays you describe everything as you're playing it. You read all the dialogue. You say, okay, now I'm in a battle. I'm fighting this guy. I, you know, I chose fire. You know what I mean? I got hit for this amount. So that when you're walking around, you can an listen. An audio let's play. Audio let's play, buddy. I'm walking in a field. There's green grass. There's some trees. Yes. It's the, the wind future, is blowing dude. through my hair. You, it's like a, an audio let's play. Audio let's play. It's the future, man. It's like audio books, but it's a video game. What do you think? Are we going to be rich? <laughs> Fuck, I think you might be right. I think that could be next. I don't know. know I don't know if it would work for like a platformer. You could definitely I'm start jumping. off with an RPG. I'm jumping. I missed. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> that could be entertaining though. People would like listening to stuff like that. I'm oh, jumping. I'm coming up. I'm, I'm running. I'm running across the bricks. Uh, there's a small mushroom-shaped guy coming at me. Oh, he's I a goomba. Uh, I'm pushing B. I'm jumping over him. <laughs> Uh, oh, I missed. I shorted the jump. See, killed this me. is entertaining. Starting People over. would love to hear this stuff. I'm going to try This could be something, do one. dude. I won't post it. Something. I'll post it somewhere separate from the, the stream. <laughs> I'm going to do one. I am. I'm going to... I'll find a oh, game and I'll good. I'll record myself, audio, doing something. Yeah, 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 let me be... Once this is out there, it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. We're going to fall behind. Would you listen to somebody describing... It's like for blind people, the screen, yeah. you know, this game yeah, is exactly. with described audio or whatever it's called. 
oh, you know what? I've always wanted to play through Final Fantasy IV. I just have never had the time. Now's your chance. It's like an audiobook. Sure, it's like 20 hours. but Because you could even have the music playing over in the background. Yeah, music. If you capture the footage. You have sound effects. Real time. You wouldn't just use the capture, record the whole thing as per normal, as if you're going to do a Let's Play, but rip the audio. Yeah. So you get the music, you get the combat sounds, which fills in gaps. I'm walking through a big green field. There's some trees to my left and my right. Oh, I'm yeah. in a, a fight just to just a count of the fight. I'm fighting uh, three imps. They're uh, sort of brownish hats and, you know, Dude. got a big dagger in their hand. There you uh, go. I have the active time battle going. Cecil's up first. I'm selecting attack. Uh, Kane's up next. I'm going to select jump. Okay, Kane jumped off the screen. I'm waiting for him to come back down. The imp attacked me. Nobody You're going to be doing this a lot, but... <laughs> I'm going to try that. I'll see what happens. Steven Eider, he always listens to stuff at work. This could be right up his alley. He's Would you listen to that? Podcast. I need to know... Out there, Cartridge Clubbers, would you listen to described Let's Play? What would we call it? you got to come up with a name. I don't know, man. I didn't think we were talking about it. Earplay. Earplay? Listen play. Ear, ear play. I thought that's what you said. No. I said here. Oh. Earplay. Yeah. All right, man. I'm going to do it. Just, I'll do it. Just, Nobody I'm fucking full of ideas. It, you, you're the one who follows through with them. Yeah. All right. That's uh, anyway. Let's plays. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Let's plays. We don't really watch them, so it's not really. I just wanted yeah, this to, is a to bring terrible up terrible rant. You wanted to bring up your play. Oral let's play. Chat play. We'll think of a good name. I can't wait to try Vanquish. <laughs> Describe that. Yeah. Uh, I'm on my knees. Rocket to come to my back. I'm going really fast. Time to slow down. <laughs> I'm holding that right trigger. I'm just dumping this clip. Buckets of bullets. Oh, this guy's a bullet sponge. He's taking a lot of bullets. You know, yeah. the boss is—he's you know, uh, a giant mechanical spider. His—he uh, got glowing dots on his legs and the, at the joints. I got to shoot those. How out. hard would it be to describe everything? You know what I mean? Like you got to be real quick. There's uh, shoulder high walls everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this could be it. This is the future, dude. I'm telling you. Right. Everybody wants everything now and fast. Yeah, I can hear Tennille yelling at my dogs. Now you can hear yourself playing video games. CC earplay. Yeah. Anyway, all that's right. all I have for last plays. That's all I have for CC Weekly this week. You got anything for answers? Uh, yeah. No. Let's get to answers now. Do, wait, right. do you have anything else for last plays? No, no. Except for the okay. fact that I am going to do that. I'm going to try that out. We'll see what happens. All right. Good. All right. Answers. Nobody's going to listen to that. <laughs> Somebody might. All right. CC answers. Only two questions this week. Uh, which I guess works out because we're at 59 minutes. Beautiful. So, first one from Matt Bandy, at X Matt Bandy X. P1 and P2, if you had to pick a Final Fantasy VI character that best represents you, who would it be and why? I love this question. I've always um, leaned towards one character, and that is Cyan. Oh. Always been my guy. Very loyal. honorable, very family focused, very loyal. Um,. I like to think that those are my traits. So, yeah. plus he's got a really tragic story, and I always had a soft spot in my heart for him. So, Cyan, my guy. How about you? Uh, Shadow, Shadow. Oh yeah, you got. So Shadow Shadow's a paid you. assassin and a mercenary, um, <laughs> and I have actually described myself as a mercenary at work. I believe I am quoted as saying, "If the Russians offer me ten thousand more a year to just tell them everything <laughs> I know, I would oh, do it in a heartbeat." Um, wow! 
I've stayed. Um, I, I applied for jobs at Lockheed Martin. Actually, we had to write a biography. We have this course, um, primary leadership qualification. It's called PLQ. You get it when you get your promoted to master seaman. You go on this course. You have to write a biography for yourself beforehand. And in my biography, I wrote, I uh, I don't consider myself so much a loyal member of Canada as a gun for hire. Uh, if a civilian company offered me more money tomorrow, my release would be in in less than an hour. Wow. Did yeah. um, did you turn this in? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pass your PLQ? Yeah, with flying colors. Wow. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, that reason, and he has a dog. And the dog's with yeah. him all the time, and I love my fucking dogs. Which is also what your dog is named after. That's right. So, yeah. So, I was initially, we got a blue healer, because uh, I initially saw them in Mad Max Road Warrior. So in that movie, he has a, an Australian cattle dog. So I said, I want to get one, and I want to name him Max. So we got one, but it's a girl. You can't name a girl Max, I've been told. I tried to. I was vetoed. So I said, okay, I need to get to a different name, but I want it still connected to Mad Max. So Mad Max Road Warrior, they drive the Ford Interceptor as their car. Interceptor is the name of Shadow's dog in Final Fantasy VII. Therefore, my... Australian cattle dog is named Shadow. Yep, good connection. I like it a lot. Um, I also thought you might have been Edgar from Final Fantasy VI. Ooh, because uh, he's a well. First, because I was going to be Sabin, so then I thought. If you brothers. had said Sabin, I probably would have gone with Edgar. I thought so. Plus, he's an brothers. engineer, like he builds stuff, and you're yeah. kind of into that kind of thing. But anyway, I I like Shadow more. I think Shadow's more appropriate. Yeah, because I definitely... if we had to pick of the two of us together, I would say Sabin and Edgar probably. Actually, that'd be a good question about two brothers in any video game. What would, we the, what would most represent us? Probably mm. Mario and Luigi, I guess. <laughs> I don't really Maybe. know. I mean, physically, yes, but. <laughs> yeah, That's I don't a good know. Question: What two video game brothers best represents us? This wasn't a CC answers question. We can't answer this right now. Can't Somebody's gonna have to ask that in the future. Um, and... So what's the next one? Matt Bandy, let us know who you would pick to represent you. Oh, who do you think he would pick? I'm going to say he would pick Sabin. He seems like yeah, Sabin. me too. He's got the high and tight. Uh, I'm yeah. feeling like he's a Sabin type. Uh, I could see him suplexing a train any day. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good sequence. All right. Yeah. Um, next up from Retro <laughs> Kaiser and last says, oh, no, who do you want to see in the new Marvel versus Capcom game? So for me, I want to see for Marvel X-23. Uh this is all. I want to preface this by saying I've never played a Marvel vs. Capcom game, but I think it would be cool to see X twenty three from Marvel. She's the mm-hmm. uh, the the clone from Wolverine. She's been around for a while, and mm-hmm. for Capcom, I'd like to see uh, Mega Man. Okay, sounds good. I would also pick. I'm gonna pick um, Marvel. I'm gonna Actually, I want to pick the guy from Bionic Commando. I'm changing I'm my pick, answer. I'm gonna pick Batman versus uh, Simon Belmont. Next question. <laughs> um, there's one more question too. It's from uh, Curtis. He says, "I'm playing the DS version of Mini oh, Ninjas yeah. in January. Is it going to suck?" We answered that last week because I said I wanted to have him on the show, and then he messaged me. Oh, November 25th. When was that? Last week. All right. Thanks for your question, Curtis. <laughs> um, and yes, that is DC and Konami. I apologize. Um, so is that it? I think that's it, my man. So if you are weekly. weekly, if you are listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, 
please head over to www.cartridgeclub.org where you can check out other great podcast videos and blogs such as Retro Def, Round 2 Gaming, and Retro Nonsense. Ooh, if you're already a member of the Cartridge Club and you like the community and you enjoy seeing it grow, you can head to www.patreon.com slash cartridge club where you can donate as much or as little as you like and every cent goes to directly improving the club for everyone. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to listen to us. I'm Player One. I am Player Two. CC Unite. That's it.